0: welcome back happy sunday and welcome back to your favorite podcast brunch with des b i'm your host des also known as des b um and w- welcome back if you're new here welcome if you're not new here welcome back you know it always kind of like blows my mind if i ever have a new listener like i'm sure i get one at least one new less listener every week even if it's just that singular episode so who is my one new listener this week You have to let me know. Um, I'm not sure what brought this to you. I'm not sure what brought this podcast to you today, but if someone sent it to you, awesome. Tell them I said, thank you. Smack them on the ass for me. And if you just brought yourself, I'm smacking you on the ass. I'm giving you a little right on, right on the booty. Okay. So today's episode, I'm actually really excited. Um, talking about the birds and the bees and this actually came about because a few weeks ago, maybe it was two weeks ago. Um, three weeks ago, maybe there was a TikTok trending and it was like this sped up version of a song. And it said, I didn't have the sex talk, but I did have the blank. And so I made one and I said, I didn't have the sex talk, but I did have the, if you get pregnant, you can't, if you get pregnant, you have to keep it talk or something like that. Um, that was kind of the trend, right? You made fun of like what you had instead. So it prompted me to go on Twitter and ask who has actually had a sex talk, who actually got the birds and the bees from their parents. And, um, I had, it kind of like went off a little bit. Like I had a couple hundred, um, favorites. I had like maybe 70, some replies, a lot of quote tweets, you know, whatever. So it then made me like dig deeper into like, where, where did we go wrong? because why are we not having the talk? And then I think of like doing it with my own sons one day. How do you have the talk? You know, even my little brother right now, he's 14. Do I have the talk with him? Do I take that responsibility? So anyways, that's what we're going to dive into. I have a few stories from you guys that sent them in. And, um, I'm also going to be sharing my own story as well as maybe bringing up some past trauma, um, and trauma, I say with an LOL at the end, because, uh, You'll see. Okay, we'll get there. Um, but again, happy Sunday. Thanks for being with me. Um, this past week has been a milestone. All right. I am officially 31 weeks pregnant as of the other day. And um today, Wyatt comes back home from his trip. Um, he had a bachelor party out in Texas. He's gonna literally be fucking dead. You're gonna have to pay attention to my TikTok because I took a video of him when he left. And I told him, I said, when you walk through that fucking door on Sunday, you better not be pissed, but I'm recording what you look like, how you sound and how your week went. Um, so I'm excited to uh, see him on Sunday. But um, with that being said, it's, it was almost a little eerie because let me set the stage, 2020 Labor Day weekend, Wyatt goes away. He leaves on Thursday. On that Friday, I turned 31 weeks. He returned on that Monday, which was Labor Day. And I had Maddox on Tuesday. So he left when I was 31 weeks and then he returned right before I gave birth to Maddox. So it's kind of weird that coincidentally, he left this week on Tuesday. So again, a little bit different, but he is still physically not present for me to turn 31 weeks. And he is coming back upon, well, Sunday, again, a little bit of days off to where technically gestationally, I would have Archie on Tuesday, right? Fucking, I'm knocking on wood, okay? Um, however, it just little weird, okay? Little parallel fucking universe a year and a half later, right? Little weird. So anyways, I'm officially 31 weeks. And for you guys who might not understand what the fuck I'm saying, I carried Maddox from 31 weeks to, th- well, 31 and four. So 31 weeks, four days. So starting Tuesday of this week, I am officially pregnant for the first time again, pretty much. I get to experience a whole new round of life, pregnancy, um, feelings, emotions, uncomfortableness. I know it's going to fucking suck. But also, what a fucking blessing to now from, na- from Tuesday and on. Every fucking day is a new blessing. And like, I just, I love that energy. Um, we just had... Archie's last appointment on Thursday. So make sure you check my Instagram for my update. Um, I've been TikToking a lot too. A little bit of vlogging, honestly. It's been getting me away. So um, I've just been really loving being there. And um, so yeah, 31 weeks, crazy. We did have a new push present this past Friday as well. Um, Especially if you're a new or expecting mom, you need to go watch it. And I'll, I'll link it in the show notes, description box, link in bio. But also if you guys just enjoy like laughter Wyatt and I we're both very witty and funny um and genuinely like our vlogs we do together are also just fun so definitely make sure you follow me on TikTok um I've been transitioning a lot of content there I just I really enjoy it and I just don't I just miss vlogging lately and so it's kind of fulfilling that little bit of need so um it's been pretty great though um I also did have a really great um breakthrough therapy appointment with my therapist this past week. Um as you guys know, I still use BetterHelp. And um this podcast is hashtag sponsored, hashtag ad by BetterHelp, but I've been just kind of processing these emotions going into this final part of pregnancy with having this awkward um excitement for how far I get to go but also this fear right how can I be both blessed but also fearful because I'm scared to like get so big right like I never I've never been there I don't like I don't know um I don't know do you know what I'm saying so she was just like really really affirming to me and just like helped me with a few different like affirmation phrases of what to t- tell myself and how to speak to myself and how to speak about my situation and how to also affirm it and be like, yeah, it's okay. I It's okay that I feel this way. Um, whatever it might be. So I'm just, I'm so thankful to still be in therapy and honestly do it remote. Um, I would probably die if I had to get out of the house and go, um, So if you guys are open to therapy or looking for something that's a little bit more feasible for you, as always code DESB for better help or www.betterhelp.com slash DESB, you do get 10% off of your first month, um, which, you know, to try it for a month, I, I genuinely tell everyone just fucking try it. Just try it. Just try it. Give it one month. See if it enhances you. And if it doesn't cut it off, you know, don't get me wrong, but I've been with BetterHelp now, been using it for what, 14 months, 15 months almost. Um, and I'm just, I'm very grateful that I have it. So therapy's going well, I'm thriving. Um, Maddox was sick this past week. Just, you know, you never understand as a mom what it means to sacrifice yourself but when you get your child's first projectile vomit and more on you, that is love, okay? There was not an ounce of me that flinched one fucking bit when Maddox just hurt all over me. I actually put him into my chest and was like, it's okay, like keep going, you know what I mean? It was just a different level of like, man, I just, I love you so much you know, and it was just, it was almost special. Now the rest of the night I wanted to RIP. It was a tough night, tough night. And of course it was the day why I left. Right. It's like, of course, of course he gets sick when I'm by myself. Um, however, we made it through it. And, um, it again, just one of those new mom things, right? Like, what do you do when your baby's sick? Well, I fucking figured it out. You know what I mean? So if you're someone who again, has a new baby or something, just remember when it comes down to it, I promise you you will figure it the fuck out and you'll put it together. Um, other than that though, honestly, just kind of been chilling week to week. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I it's it's weird. Some days I feel big and other days I don't. And then I I sit back and I remind myself, I'm like, Des, you're like 31 weeks pregnant. Like you're not supposed to like look small anymore, you know? Especially with your second baby, which I think's been a little bit of a mind fuck for me, but if you think about it you know i got pregnant when i was 11 months postpartum your body is not healed yet okay so um, that's why they recommend you not get pregnant again until i think it's like 16 to 18 months postpartum because your body your hormones everything is still healing you might feel good but they're still healing um so for my body to like immediately start stretching out again that's a lot you know that's that's a lot for my poor body okay So, um, I'm feeling good though. I have, I have pretty good energy. Um, to be honest, I'm still on my Peloton. I'm still in the saddle, out of the saddle. Like I'm still crushing it. To be honest, I feel great. Um, and it's only getting nicer outside. I mean, like it's very exciting to be honest. So, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm euphoric. I am euphoria. I am Fezco. Okay. Um, But yeah, so that's pretty much all in my part of the neighborhood. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else great. Um, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. The new Paragon Fitwear launch is coming up. I've done quite a few like unboxing vlogs, try-ons, stuff like that. Um, I know I mentioned it to you guys last week about the 25-inch inseam. And I was actually very shocked at a lot of the feedback, a lot of people preferred 25 to 26 inch inseam, or I'm sorry, 24 to 25. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? Um, so it looks like I have a lot of short queens that are here on this podcast, but also, um, I will say they fit the leggings fit way fucking longer than 25 inch. Like, I don't know where they pulled that 25 inch out of their ass. I think they mismeasured, not really, but the way that the fabric stretches, um, and holds to your body, it like stays at your ankle and you pull it. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it just works, okay? I do really like it. Um, I, I mean, I love the naked leggings, but I do love them, um, like in the 25 inch. The only thing I will say is they do have this new wrapped bra, which is super cute, but I got it in a large and I definitely could have sized down. Um, like anyone could probably size down. It is so stretchy um, and it does not have padding, and that, that bothers me only because it came in the color, like I got the color white and then the color um, tobacco. And it's very large and just full nipple. And I'm like, okay with that around the house or in, like in my downstairs gym. But if I'm like at a public gym, I personally just don't feel comfortable like with nipple out, especially with like dudes, especially being pregnant, everyone's looking at me already. You know, it's like, I, I don't want my nipples out. So that would be my only feedback on that. Um, but that is supposed to launch tentatively on the 14th. So by the time you're listening to this, hopefully we have a better date. Um, but I will, I'll definitely let you guys know on my Instagram. So, um, without further ado, let's just like jump into the sex talk. I'm here for a good time. Not a long time. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good times and the bad times. So I don't know how the rest of the song goes. Let's talk about sex. Sex. The act of penis and vagina. The act of vagina, vagina. The act of penis, penis. Whatever way we are having sex, sex. And I'm talking more so, um, I guess, more so like penetrative in whatever way that's for you. I'm not necessarily talking about like oral here, okay? We're talking about birds and the bees, all right? I don't know about you guys. I didn't really ever get a sex talk. I, I grew up in a very religious household. My mom grew up in a very religious household. In the fucking irony of that, because my mom ended up getting pregnant in wedlock, meaning obviously like unmarried, which is fine. Um, However again, grew up in this very sanctified household, got married before, or got pregnant before she got married, and then also got pregnant at 18. Again, both totally fine, but it's like the irony of growing up in a religious household, right? So it's funny that me and my sister lasted out so long not not getting pregnant because of the way that we were raised. We were definitely raised in the sense of first off, I didn't even know what sex is was. I didn't even know how to do it. I like, I didn't even know what hole was my vagina. Like I, I did not know anything as a kid, even up until eighth grade. I remember we came back from summer break and this guy and this girl, um, she gave him a BJ and they 69. And that was the talk of eighth grade coming back from summer. And I remember being in my friend group and just like nodding my head and being like, oh my gosh, like reading the room, right? Like, oh, no way. Oh my God. So what else? You know, I'm sitting here pretending like I knew what the fuck they were talking about. I had no clue. Now at this point, the only social media we really had was MySpace, we didn't even really have like Vine or Musical.ly. And even then it's not like you, you, you were on there and you learned about sex, you know what I'm saying? We also didn't have like YouTube at the time, like YouTube wasn't really like hype. So again, nowhere to really learn. I always tried to educate myself cause I didn't understand what sex was. And I remember vividly as well, I think it was sixth grade or seventh grade after our like first sex ed talk I took a dictionary from my class and I looked up the word sex now at this point it might have been like a Webster dictionary or something but I remember it being pretty detailed of like not gender not like sex not but like sex the act of sex and I remember I got got written up by my teacher for looking it up and I was trying to explain like dude, we just had sex ed. I didn't know what this meant. Like, I don't even know what these are. And, uh, I got in trouble. I got in trouble for it. I got in trouble for searching what sex was anyways. So fast forward, I'm in eighth grade. I have no clue what's going on. I just started my period going into eighth grade that summer. I came home from the mall, went to go pee. I looked down in my bikini underwear, cheek, not cheeky, full on bikini grandma underwear. And I said, mm, I think I need to call on my mom. I called for my mom, mom, she comes to the door, on the phone with my aunt. I think I started my period. And she's like, yep, sure did. You know, kind of talk to me a little bit, don't get me wrong, here's how you put the pad on. But that was it, it was just a pad. Didn't get the option for tampons. Didn't even know what a tampon looked like. I knew my mom used them, but that was it. So then I did travel volleyball. And uh number one, why was I still wearing regular bikini underwear with spandex? I can't believe my mom let me do that. Number two, the girls on my team were all from Valparaiso, Indiana, and they were all using these OB tampons. So these were the ones without the applicator. You just shoved it up there. So I had this one girl who was super cool. Her name was Claire. She was always so cool. Her mom was so fucking cool. She was so girly girl. And it she was so good at volleyball too. So she tried to teach me how to put a tampon in at a travel volleyball tournament. I almost passed out in the stall. I threw it away. I wadded up toilet paper, stuck it up there. And I come out and she goes, did you do it? And I was like, yeah. And then I proceeded to go play volleyball with my wadded up toilet paper in eighth grade. Fast forward, ninth grade, I finally understood how to put a tampon in because I finally got fingered for the first time. Ninth grade, 15 years old, almost 16. Fast forward, I lose my virginity at 15, pretty much 16. I was like two weeks away from my birthday. Also lost it to a 18 year old. Looking back, pretty fucked up. Also really fucked up how it happened. Definitely was not fully consented. However, here we are. You grow through what you go through (laughs) in this case. Now, when did I have the sex talk though? Well, the answer is never. Okay. I wasn't even really told about tampons, right? My mom found out that I was using them. And then she offered to buy me more. And then she finally offered to buy me my first pair of Victoria's Secret pink thongs because I was playing volleyball. And I told her, mom, I'm so embarrassed. I'm on varsity volleyball. So fast forward, ninth grade. I'm on varsity volleyball and you can see my underwear lines. I'm a volleyball player, mom. I cannot have these lines in, on, no. Especially, I'm in the newspaper. I'm blocking and you can see my underwear lines. No. So she did give me my thongs, you know, whatever. Fast forward, sophomore year, I was hooking up with this guy long-term from our hometown. Again, an older guy, not old, like old, old, but like, again, he was 18. My mom texts me in the middle of my advanced biology class. I am literally slicing open a sheep's eye. And she goes, we need to talk when you get home immediately my heart stops I think of every single thing I've done wrong in the past two years (laughs) and I'm like why what about and I think she said something along the lines of like I found out you're having sex with blank and I was like oh fuck at this point I'd never been to an OBGYN I'd never had anyone else look at my vagina I didn't know if my vagina was normal I was just putting shit in it you know what I'm saying so fast forward, I go home, my mom tries to talk to me about the fact that I had sex, and she's very mad that I didn't tell her, also very mad knowing that. Like she's had, you know, sex early without birth control and she got pregnant with me, XYZ. I think the most weirdest thing was the fact that turn around, my stepdad was there and he took me, he said, "You want to go for a ride?" So I just got in the car with him and he tried to talk to me about sex. You could cut the tension with a knife. (laughs) It was so fucking awkward. And I don't remember again the exact discussion we ended up having, but I just remember I was like, nope, nope. I think he even asked, Are you having sex? And I, nope. (laughs) I knew damn well he knew. My mom told him. You know what I'm saying? But so fast forward, all I do is I go to the OBGYN immediately put on birth control and then that's what I knew for the rest you know eight years of my life on birth control that's it didn't really have any other talks about sex you know know who you banging at college uh nothing didn't talk about it never talked about STDs never talked about oral like you know giving a blow job STDs what can happen there never talked nothing just never the way that I learned and maybe you guys are with me and I'm about to unlock a core memory is the care and keeping of you book by American girl. That was one of the things that helped me put a tampon in for the first time and I'm okay with it. I wish I could still find my book. I really do. I, I fucking, I might buy one. I might buy it, but it was the body book for teenage girls. And it taught you, I'm I'm thinking back at the pictures. It was a full insert of how to do a tampon, how to shave your legs, your armpits, um, showering, hygiene, skin, like everything you could need from like a little book. American Girl fucking nailed it. That bitch is still on sale and they have a volume two for older girls. Actually, I think very cute. I think it's a great way that you can break down a conversation, especially with a female and maybe even walk through the book with them or, hey, I want you to read this this weekend and I want us to have a talk on Monday. Nothing to be scared about. I just, I want to make sure that you understand your body. I think that's so important. Um, And it's that, that's one of the reasons I wish I had a daughter is because I know how I'd want to talk to them, you know? So hopefully one day I can help Michaela navigate that. (laughs) Um, But that was the epitome of my sex talk was not, not having one, just pretending like I wasn't having sex. And I think that's the most toxic thing a parent can do is just out of sight, out of mind. Out of, well, I, didn't, I haven't caught her yet, so I'm just going to assume she's not having sex. Weird. That's weirdo energy. Parents, you're thinking your kids aren't having sex. If, if your child, if you, period, your child, period, you, period, if you have TikTok, you're having sex just kidding, kind of. But statistically, the amount of sexual activity that goes on on TikTok, the amount of seducing, the amount of people know, younger kids know what sex is. And they also know more porn. And I feel like it's creating a weird sexual energy in the younger demographic because they're exposed to more fantasized sex. And they're assuming that that's how you really have sex. So these like, not to to make this weird, but like, you know, you got these 15 year old girls, think of where we were at 15. I lost my virginity at 15. You got these 15 year old girls watching these videos or watching interactions of couples, thinking that they're supposed to like to be choked, thinking that they're supposed to be getting their hair pulled and done anal at 15. You know what I'm saying? Like So instead of us growing up with no social media, we now have kids that have more access to porn than ever, access to OnlyFans sex work, whatever which no shade to any of that but when you get that in the wrong hands at the wrong age they're gonna assume that that is a realistic fantasy oh so all so i have to wear lingerie every time you know what i mean it's like also no but that's what that's a picture we're painting of sex for the younger crowd um and you guys will have to let me know if you're following because i feel like i'm making a good point right now is that what we used to fantasize and joke about and whatever else? is now becoming normalcy and again you know you got these girls who are maybe 18 or under like oh yeah my boyfriend spits on me right when it's like is that really a fucking that's not really a a huge thing it's kind of a kink don't get me wrong but they think it's normal so I feel like the more we can talk about sex talk about it honestly and bluntly is so important um, especially when it comes to like how I speak about sex and especially postpartum, you know, again, you just, sex can make you feel so insecure. Am I having enough of it? Am I, am I bad at it? Am I, am I sexless? You know, it's so, it's interesting. So when we think about the birds and the bees, I think it's important to chat about finding yourself, finding your body Now, do I think if I had a daughter, would I give her at, you know, 16 years old, would I give her a vibrator? Probably not. And I only say that because a vibrator like ruins, can ruin sex for people because you're expecting more stimulation than you might get. Right. But I would definitely educate on what masturbation is. And if my daughter wanted to go out and buy a vibrator, then I would be okay with it. I wouldn't need to tell her she could, but if that's how she wanted to explore her body, she could, but I wouldn't, I can't say I'd like walk in there with like a care package. Here's here's condoms, here's lube, here's a vibrator, here's some tampons, you know, like probably want to do that. <laughs> but I would make it a very open conversation where if she would come to me and be like, hey mom, my friend Sally's talking about a vibrator and I, you know, I'm scared to have sex, what's a vibrator? You know, I, I would definitely open that conversation up because I know for me, I got fingered for the first time. I got, okay, here's the fucked up thing. I got fingered, well, and I kind of already alluded to this, but I got fingered before I ever used a tampon. Cause I like didn't know where it went. So I kind of like let this guy finger me purely so I could figure out where to put a tampon. Is that fucked up? Oh my God, that's kind of fucked up. Also, he was my boyfriend, don't get me wrong. And he wanted to do stuff, but again, he was older and I was scared, but like, I didn't know where I, where it was going. Like, where do you actually put your fingers? And I think I've mentioned this on past podcasts. Self discovery for me, mm-mm. number one, my nails are too long, and number two, if going down there, I get sick. Not really, but it just—it's not for me. Not for me and my fingers. Nope, 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 nope. So, I think that those are conversations we can have with the younger generation, nieces, um, cousins, whatever. The only thing I would say is, like, genuinely get consent from their parents to talk to them about that stuff. Like, I know sometimes we want to be the big person and and be like the cool aunt or whatever. But if you're going to speak on like such a fragile topic with a younger person, that is not your child. You need to talk to the parents and see if that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that that's right to discuss with without the consent of a parent. That's the one thing I will say. Um, so anyways, sex talk didn't receive one American girl doll book, American girl changed my life. Um, And then I was also the girl that when I did put in my first period or my first tampon, not only did I have the American girl book with me, um, but I also made sure that I had the full on instruction manual pulled out of the tampon box with the photos and I kind of navigated. So that is my sex talk thing. I was, like I said, the only thing I was really told is that if I were to ever have a baby it would be my me living with my consequence. And again that goes with my mom being raised in a very conservative value religious household. And I don't I don't blame her for that. I understand the concept that the older generation might I like might put together with abortions is irresponsibility. So it's like, oh, well if you did that, it's your fault. Right? Like I, I get the I get where the older generation could have been alluded to. And I've tried to talk to my mom about abortions um and it is just it's never a good time. So it's like, you know what? Hey, she's 46 years old. She's set in her ways. If she doesn't have to worry about it and not have to worry about it with us, so let's just not talk about it. You know what I mean? But I very much pro-life or I'm sorry, (laughs) pro choice. Um, although I've grown up pro life. Um, if you guys haven't listened to my episode, this is like probably from last summer, but I, I made a whole podcast on my body, my choice. And if you're someone who, who's open to just listening to different beliefs, different outlooks, um, or had a different upbringing like I did, but now like kind of fall in a different category, like honestly, listen to that podcast. I know it's kind of off topic to what we're talking about, but obviously sex can lead to pregnancy. Um, and so that could be a good episode for you guys to listen to as well, or share with someone, um, for some different insight. So with that being said, I wanted to hear from a few of you of what like your guys's talks look like, because like, am I the only one that got fucked over? You know, (laughs) I need to know. So this, I have a few different stories. Um, but here we go. Someone started. I wanted to start with this girl. Cause it says first thing was always been scared to email in, but fuck it. <laughs> so just so you know, girl, I see you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing in. So I never had the talk, but I can tell you how my mom found out I was having sex. So I was in high school and slept with this guy a few times. Definitely friends with benefits. A relationship wasn't going to come out of this. Didn't use protection, whatever. Anyways, fast forward a few weeks. I'm late. Of course, so I'm naturally freaking out and telling my friends. I played soccer in one of my friends ab- about, and I told my friends one of the situations without thinking anything of it. Well, I guess she told her mom because she was worried about me. And her mom told my mom. When I tell you it's the most awkward conversation of my life, LMFA, oh. A few days later, she told me to Planned Parenthood, got me on birth control, bought me condoms. Since 16 year old little me haha ha. hope this made you laugh by the way love you best also obviously it did make me laugh but this is the only thing that bothers me is like why did our parents like was it is it just our generation or is it still here on out why did our parents just take us to planned parenthood or take us to an ob-gyn and put us on birth control like why can't we also be taught about our cycles what does it actually mean to get pregnant how do you actually get pregnant what is, what is ovulation? What is, what are other options? Maybe I don't want to be on birth control. How can I, how can I prevent sex or prevent pregnancy as well as enjoy sex? Also, how can I prevent STDs? Why are we talking about pregnancy, but not STDs? Why aren't we talking about HIV, gonorrhea, syphilis? You know what I mean? It's like, why why aren't those conversations had? Those are just as important, but I don't like how we were in, at least in, I feel like my generation, you know, tw- if you're 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, maybe even 30 right now, it's like your parents just ran you off to be put on medication without your even consent. The only thing they would tell you was, Hey, um, I want, I'm going to scare the shit out of you. But if you don't take this pill, you're going to get pregnant. Like there was no other conversation. You guys will let me know how you, what you think of that too. If, if that's you DM me, today on the brunch with Desby so I can repost kind of like maybe your thoughts about it too okay so I was in seventh grade just made some new friends having the time of my life my best friend at the time wrote this poem for me wrote this poem that she had heard I don't know if she made it up or if she knew it before but it went a little like this Jack and Jill went up the hill to smoke some marijuana Jack fell down his pants went down and Jill said do you wanna there's more in the poem but you know the ending they're high They have sex and they have a baby. That's the main part of the poem. That's funny. I've never actually heard that version. So my friend gives me this poem. Why did I take it? I have no fucking clue. I stick it in my backpack and think nothing of it. Again, this is seventh grade, guys. The next weekend, I visit my grandparents and leave the backpack at home. For some odd reason, my mom goes through my backpack. She'd never even done this before. I'm telling you, moms, moms have fucking radars, dude. They just fucking know something's going on. I am confronted as soon as I get home. Everyone's pissed off at me like I wrote it. I even gave a written test to prove it wasn't my handwriting. Anyways, my parents are crying, thinking I'm a drug addict and knowing it's all about sex. I get the talk about how messed up they were having babies at at teens, so her parents being teens, blah, blah. They don't want me to make that quote mistake. I get grounded. They take my flip phone. (laughs) They take my fucking Nokia that I play snake on. My life is over. I don't remember them explaining how a baby is made, but I got the guilt trip that haunts me, haunts me forever about a damn pony. I didn't even write anyways, sincerely, Jack and Jill ruined me forever. Literally fuck Jack and fuck Jill. Fuck them both. Um, also I think again, alluding back to the sex talk, it's never about education and empowering you to take proper care of your sexual experiences. It's don't have sex. Right. Like I feel like is if if we as parents in this, you know, millennial whatever if we're millennials Gen Z, I don't know what we are. But if we took advantage of using now what we've learned from our parents and now applied it to the future generations, I think we could have less unplanned pregnancies l- leading to then maybe even less abortions. Um, and again, not coinciding them with mistakes. Um, but just saying like in general, I think all these statistics could continue to go down if proper education is given. Um, now you think about what the fuck we did, back in sixth grade, what we learned in sixth and seventh grade, all about the penis and this and that. Okay, cool. Anatomy is awesome. But what about, what does it do? What do our, what do our penises do? What do our vaginas do? You know, what does that look like? I don't give a fuck what a dick looks like. I It looks like a f- fucking r- shriveled up ball sack, raisins, burnt, no SPF having raisins. And then the dick looks like a fucking, I don't even know literally the most ugly anatomical part and I will stand by that but regardless um again just like guilting you know don't have sex it's scary it literally gives me mean girl energy don't have sex you're gonna get pregnant and die fuck off LMAO hi I'm laughing because this is such a funny question but I also just smoked a fat joint my aunt who was an OBGYN had the sex talk with me that's awesome I was probably 10 question mark I want to say It was incredibly weird. We were having a big family party. God damn it. See, and then they do it in the wrong situation. Having a big family party. And all of a sudden I was upstairs in my cousin's room with my aunt and my mom. Literally, I can remember the three beds in there and the themes. Oh my God. She gave me the full rundown, really using technical terms. And I just remember being so mortified. This past year I've been on vacation with her and she basically told us that when we were, that when we were trying to get pregnant, she's going to tell us the exact time of day and day to do the nasty to get pregnant successfully. I guess it just really comes full circle. Literally so funny, and my mom basically told me when she was 16 and found out I was having sex, I would carry the baby full term and give it up for adoption. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Since seriously, a stony baloney. Okay, so obviously this girl was for sure stone when she wrote this in, because I think part of it didn't really make sense to me, but also, um, again, growing up in a household when if she was 16, and pregnant her mom would make her carry the baby and give it up for adoption like what like where is the choice where is the consent where is the my body my choice i don't give a fuck if you're under 18 or not that's still your body um kind of nice to have an obgyn um, as an aunt i would say though i mean you guys tell me the proper like sex age talk but i would say 13 14 i'd say me you know maybe 8th grade 7th grade I mean, shit, I don't know going forward, to be honest. <laughs> hey, Dez. all right, so my sex talk was fucking weird, and I don't know if you can call it sex, to be honest, but the first sexual topic ever brought up was this one. So definitely not sharing my story because this is the way anyone should go about it. TBH, the only reason I remember it so clearly was probably because of how weird I thought it was and be completely transparent with you. I don't think my dad remembers this happening. <laughs> oh, no. Now that I reflect back on the things that happened at that time in my life, my dad was not in a good place. He had divorced my mom and was hanging out with some interesting people. Looking back now that I'm older, I understand that what I was seeing, I didn't necessarily have a clue into back then because I was young. But anyways, so he was doing drugs and drinking a lot. So safe to say he probably wasn't sober when he said this, but who the fuck would actually say this to an eight or nine year old? Anyways, here's the tea. My father and was with his friends and I think I was about eight or nine. Essentially, my dad took out a condom and blew it up as big as it could go And said if his dick is this big, it's too big. And you shouldn't be having sex with him. But yeah, that's probably the closest I ever got to a sex talk. And no, I wasn't having sex at the time, obviously. I'm just glad the topic never resurfaced. Because sincerely, what the actual fuck? I can very much relate to having a divorced dad try to like step in and make conversations that just should not be had um so I can relate in that way um I feel like it's a very sensitive topic and if a dad is going to go at it he needs to go at it with a with a mom or a female figure um by standard I don't think that that's a talk that a dad can really man the ship for with a woman like with a daughter by himself respectfully um now maybe if you have like a dad that is like a homosexual and like can be a little bit more empath, empathetic. Um, but I think most heterosexual men having that conversation with their daughters is usually just like not going to work respectfully. (laughs) It was sophomore year of high school. Our basketball team was going to stay and me and my boyfriend, our two friends and their mom were going to carpool there and stay in an Airbnb overnight. They pulled up to my house and on my way out the door, my dad said, don't do anything stupid. Little did he know my boyfriend of two years already and I would, wouldn't would have sex until out of freshman year of college, years later. Now married for a year and together for 10. Sincerely, blows kiss. The child my parents didn't have to worry about. <laughs> now to this woman, you are a rare breed. I will give you that. I will give you that. I would be very curious to to know who I have here, who is still a virgin, just out of curiosity. And this curiosity is not going to kill the cat, sincerely. Okay, a few more. Hey, girls, saw your post about the birds and the bees and thought, why not share? Not super excited. I know a lot of people never even get it. So my dad used to travel a lot for work and my mom thought while he was gone, we'd have to talk. I was in middle school, I believe. She went to the library, weird now, because we would just Google it, but anyway, she went to the library and found some books for kids learning about themselves, periods, changes, and of course, about the opposite sex. As of now, I love this. So she just kind of handed me this books and said, well, go through these. So I did, and I saw like an illustration of a penis and was like, what the hell am I looking at? So she didn't really teach me anything or say much, but basically said, this is how babies are made. So again, don't do it. Fast forward to high school. I got myself a boyfriend who was a year older than I um, when I was a freshman. Of course, guys are guys. He was ready and I wasn't. We did it for a while, but eventually decided to take that step. I think 15. Looking back, damn, I was so young. God, I totally agree. So this had occurred with my parents' home. (laughs) Luckily, they never found out. That time, we ended up doing it once at his house when no one was home he cleaned up the evidence like the Kahneman wrapper or whatever so the next day he comes to school we get there early to hang out and he says his dad found the (laughs) wrapper I'm starting to freak out I was super shy and quiet back in the day and still kind of am but definitely not like high school he said his dad is worried because when he was because he was older than me and scared he was going to get I was going to get him in trouble So his dad told him that we have to tell my parents or he would. So now I'm freaking out. Now my boyfriend thinks the best thing is to text my mom on her way to work. She, my mom immediately calls me and tells me to come outside of school. Now (laughs) I could tell she was super mad. She met me at school before it started. Basically was like, what the fuck are you thinking? Said I was in trouble, all sorts of mad and sped off after making me get out of the car. I hated being in trouble and having my parents upset with me and overall I was so embarrassed. I was bawling. Couldn't tell people why. Cause again, so embarrassed. Then I had to tell my dad and we have the talk, the super strict rules when the boyfriend was over for a while. Eventually they calmed down rules lightened, but I was almost terrified to do it with him. After that, we ended up dating for three years. When we broke up, I heard a rumor that one of the reasons was because I wasn't sexual enough with him. Like dude, sorry, PTSD of embarrassment. Plus high school boys don't bring much to the table anyways, that's my stupid, silly little story. Thanks. So I like the way that that went down in the beginning, to be honest. Like I like that she gave you books and stuff, but then, and again, I'm not at the point of parenting yet. And I'll, to be honest, I'll never have a daughter. So, but I will have a son and I feel like, how are you going to teach your son, teach your daughter how to like what sex is? But then, how are you going to be pissed off when you find out that they're doing it? Now, I understand not coming to you and telling you, but are we really going to like? Do we really expect that as parents? Like, I'm thinking right now, would I actually be ready for for Wyatt, for Maddox, or Archie to come up to me and be like, "Hey, mom, I I think I'm going to have sex." Yeah, like, what do you do? Like, I, so I don't really know what to expect because I understand being mad about them not telling you, but also like, do you expect them to tell you? Like, do we, should we expect them to tell you? Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I would expect them to tell their dad, but then like, would I expect Wyatt to tell me? I don't know. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Last one. For reference, I'm 28 now and I was in fourth grade when I got the sex talk, but the reason why I got it is the kicker. (laughs) Fourth grade Again, I was out shopping with my brother and my dad and it was near Christmas time. So all the stores were busy. My dad was looking at computer games. So I decided that it was a great time to remind him that I asked for a game for Christmas. I figured if he hadn't gotten it yet, he'd get it then. So my dad being the joker he is tells me he doesn't remember what I asked for, but that he already got my presents and I wouldn't be getting more. I loudly asked him, did you have some kind of orgasm and forget? The look... On his face, as well as the older stranger standing next to him, I immediately knew I had said something wrong. We went home early and my dad told me to go to my room. He came up later and had the sex talk with me, complete with the meaning of orgasm. Sincerely, don't use words you don't know the meaning of. Now, that is fucking funny. Also, I feel like I'd be at a point where, like, as a parent, I would laugh. I wouldn't necessarily, like, make you leave. But that is fucking comical. Um, Wow. That is so funny. <laughs> you obviously meant to say, like, a, what? Like, maybe a an aneurysm i like i don't know what maybe you were alluding to saying but like i understand the vibe you were going for that you did not achieve um so prayers to you that's fucking funny okay well i think it's fair to say we had quite the full circle moment because here i am sitting 31 weeks pregnant obviously the sex talk did not work for me now i will say i obviously pushed off sex till i was like 25 but i was on birth control from 20 from what would have been 15, almost 16 till the point of 23. I think I turned 23 when I was off of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, chances of getting pregnant on birth control are pretty slim, although they can happen, but they are pretty slim. But that's the, is that the only reason I didn't get pregnant? Probably. And again, how can we better educate too on sexual... Tran- sexually transmitted diseases. That's just as much of a reason to use condoms. I don't care if you're on birth control or have an IUD, unless you're in like a committed relationship with both of you tested and clean, you shouldn't be having sex without condoms. That's so scary. Now, I will say maybe high school is a little bit different, right? You're all kind of you're you're clean. You know what I'm saying? Like but when you get into college, you get into your later adult life when you're just kind of fucking around with people you just never know. You never know. Um, so I hope that this challenges us. How can we be better for our future generations talking about sex? That's the question we need to ask. So anyways, um, happy Sunday. I would love to do an updated, maybe, maybe advice with Des B episode. So please go fill out some advice that you need so I can look at them this coming week. And, like, actually give you guys updated advice. I think that would be super fun. Um, Yeah, I think that's kind of it, though. But, all right. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day. And we'll chat soon.